Hello and welcome to Soul Self. I'm your host, Shayna, a board-certified embodiment coach and master energy healer. Here we talk all things magic, love, sex, money, brain, hormones, and energy. You'll walk away with new truth bombs because I love talking about all the things people are thinking but too afraid to say, as well as educating you on everything I know in this mind, body, and soul of mine. You can find ways to work with me and products to enhance your life at bloomshakti.com. Hello and welcome to Soul Self with Shayna. So today we are going to be talking about trauma and really explaining what it is in the event that anyone is confused by it. I really feel like everyone talks about trauma now, but I would like to preface that I personally feel like I was one of the beginning people that started talking about it and now it's become trendy which is a good thing that it's been that it's being talked about more because more people are becoming aware of their trauma but it's not good when it's not talked about in the proper way if that makes any sense I feel like everyone talks about trauma but I'm going to be talking about what trauma is so that you can really understand it if you follow me on Instagram, Bloom Shakti, which you should be if you're listening to this. Anyways, um, there's a trauma highlight where I talk about various things that go under the topic of trauma. But I also want to mention that not every coach knows how to heal trauma. And I actually have the energy healing modalities that allow you to do so, to process it. So if someone's like, oh yeah, I can help you with a trauma... Just like make sure, if you're not working with me, make sure they know what the fuck they're doing. Like they're not just trauma informed, but you've heard them discuss what actually happens with trauma, not just throwing out the word. Because saying the word trauma, let's clear your trauma is very different than explaining what trauma is and knowing what to do with it. So if they really know trauma, that's different. But just FYI, because supposedly every single coach nowadays knows how to do trauma healing but trauma informed means you understand trauma so you're going to try to explain that to your clients but if you've listened to my podcast episodes before it's like knowing what your trauma is like knowing what the issue is but it doesn't mean you're knowledgeable and well-versed enough to know what to do to process it right so being trauma informed is very different than actually knowing what to do with trauma and truly understanding it because then you can actually maneuver through it. It's a huge topic, but you know, avoiding trauma, like if you're trauma informed and you're avoiding trauma, that's not going to help a client. It's about actually like, please people don't do trauma healing. If you don't know how to fucking do it. I feel like I do have coaches that listen to my podcast and you guys don't know what you're doing. And then you just re-traumatize people or make people feel like they're stuck in their trauma. So let's just not do that. Anyways, what is trauma? So all trauma really is, is an energy blockage. And basically when you have something traumatic happen, we get stuck in a trauma cycle. And the feeling that you got in that traumatic situation gets stuck in your body So it feels like you're constantly dealing with this trauma anytime you get triggered by something. Most people are stuck in a trauma cycle. So anytime they are triggered or activated, 
then they create this illusion to themselves of like, oh, I'm no longer triggered by it, or they numb what they're feeling. So for example, you had the trauma, something triggers that traumatic event again. So let's say someone said something. It can actually create the illusion of you having dealt with it because you already you know, understand it, right? And there's always a coping mechanism involved. It can be drugs, alcohol, um, avoidant, chronic dating, sex, binge watching TV. You can use anything as a coping mechanism. But then people think they're okay because their coping mechanism has gotten rid of the emotion that they were feeling when they got triggered. So then people get looped in this trauma cycle and they're under this illusion of like, I'm okay until they're triggered again. And then it happens again, right? So they're getting stuck in this loop. What I do is break that loop. So they're no longer, you're no longer in your loop, your trauma cycle. And you're not triggered. And I just want to preface, like, it doesn't mean just because you clear and heal a trauma cycle, it doesn't mean you don't feel emotions. Okay. It doesn't mean you're never going to get fucking triggered. Okay. Because trust me, that's part of the human experience. Okay. I have meltdowns all the time. So I don't want you to think that like, oh, by doing trauma work, you're never going to have to, you're never going to get triggered and have emotions. That's not how it works. You're going to get nervous. You're going to get anxious, stressed, whatever it is. And that's fine. It doesn't mean you have trauma to heal. It just means that you have human emotions. So you want to heal your trauma and also understand that you'll have emotional moments in your life. You'll have meltdowns. And it doesn't mean you have to continue doing trauma healing. It just means you're human. But it's actually important to get out of trauma cycles if you are in one because it's bad for your physical health. So if you're constantly having this trigger go off, it affects you physically. We know this. It's science. Okay, the emotional body does affect the mental body and vice versa. So if you're constantly having panic attacks, that stress is going to affect your hormones, which is going to affect your libido, your sex life, your relationships. The flowing effect is very real. So don't deny it, if that makes sense. It's very important to feel our emotions, but it's also important to not be in a spiral where where our health is constantly being affected. Let me just take a sip of my tea. Your girl been talking a lot. So another thing I want to mention is that getting to the root of a trauma is crucial. It's essential. So sometimes, for example, people might be like, I don't feel sexy in the bedroom and they might go buy lingerie. And while that can actually help, but at the same time, that's just surface level. The root can actually be something completely unrelated to sex. It can actually be you felt like your dad was emotionally unavailable when you were a kid. It could be that you're not even aware of how much stress at work is actually affecting you. The stress, I mean, the root can actually be something totally unrelated to what's showing up. And a lot of times in my client sessions, we might be jumping around on various topics, but that's just me sitting, looking from the outside in, seeing where the root issue is. And I actually love that because all my clients, it's like a jigsaw puzzle. Like we get to the root and then my clients are like, how the fuck did we get from there to there? And I'm like, 
that is the reality of this kind of stuff. Like if you're only looking at what's in front of you, you're going to miss it. Because if it was right in front of you, you wouldn't have the problem. It's always hidden where you can't see it. And it's always in the shadow, right? So so going to the root of the problem fixes everything above it. So sometimes there can be one root problem that's showing up in 10 different ways. And when you fix that one root problem, it fixes those 10 different things, if that makes sense. So another thing I like, I like to preface is that everyone has trauma. I grew up in ideal childhood, household, and I was like, oh, I have no trauma. And I was definitely wrong about that because I had had trauma. It's not like getting, you know, seeing someone get murdered, but it's a lot of emotional trauma around my masculine and feminine energies, suppression, avoidance. It was a lot of emotional healing that I had to do. And the number one way we actually learn it is through partnerships, through romantic partnerships. When you're intimate with someone, boy, does that shit go deep. Like being single is easy. Life is good. When I'm single, I'm like, yo, nothing can stop me and I am free. <laughs> like Relationships are supposed to be easy and really they are, right? The more we focus on ourselves because at the end of the day, it's all about ourselves. Like our partners are just a mirror of the shit we need to work on. So when I start dating and I see these certain things, I'm like, I don't just deflect. I'm like, oh, this person's a narcissist. No, like I'm well versed in this stuff, but I also know like, oh shit, that part of me is coming up again. That little, that little inkling, that little feeling of like, why didn't he call me? Why didn't he text me? Like, I was like, ah, shit. Anyways, um, attachment styles. And then there's really like fucking layers to this shit, you know? So, for example, like, growing up, I thought, like, the feminine was weak, and I was all about, like, hustle, grind, and at the same time, it was weird, because I wanted to be feminine, and have a man just, like, take me in a sexy way, and I would actually get myself in really bad situations with men, because it was that part of me that was longing to be loved and accepted by a man. But at the same time, I wanted to be feminine and I was very masculine and cold and empty. So other traumas as well. But what I want you to understand is that even if you grew up with the ideal childhood, plenty of movie, you went to a private school, your parents are together, you still have trauma because what happens is as a child, you can actually misperceive a situation and then and there, in that perception, you then have a trauma response. That gets locked in your body, it becomes a reality, and it keeps getting triggered throughout the rest of your life. And basically saying this story is correct. And the thing about trauma is the actual trauma could start at, it could start at like the size of a penny, right? And... Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to put it in a physical thing. You know what? I do know what I'm saying. I'm great at it. I know how to express my emotions. See, that's my cyber programming right there, you guys. You're hearing it live. <laughs> okay, so just to help you understand in a physical way, let's say your trauma starts off as a penny, okay? 
But then over the years, over the next 5, 10, 15 years, it keeps getting triggered. Then this penny has become the size of a tennis ball. A tennis ball. And then it becomes the size of a basketball. And then it becomes the size of one of those big bouncy balls that people do yoga and stuff on. Or Pilates. Right? So it keeps getting triggered. It gets bigger and bigger. And then it becomes more controlling, consuming over your life, which obviously isn't a good thing. And even if you think back to your childhood and you're like, yeah, nothing bad really happened. I guarantee you there's stuff there that is affecting you a lot right now and you are not aware of it. You're not giving yourself permission to say yes because you believe, and it's a fair enough belief, that you believe that you had a good childhood so you don't have trauma. And the other reason a lot of us think like this is because people gaslight one another a lot, especially when they don't have really awful situations to go through, right? So if it's like, our parents used to gaslight us when we were kids. If we didn't want, not gaslight us, but like um, my parents would always be like, oh, you should be grateful and eat your spinach. At least you're not a starving child in Africa. And then those commercials would come on, right? So it's like that comparison actually makes us believe that like our problems aren't valid because someone else has it worse. And that is problematic because what happens is you diminish your experience and you don't get help when you need help. Then you create a situation where you lack the feeling of freedom and you lack abundance and love. And then as a result of flow and effect, You deny that you are struggling in your life, but you won't let yourself get help because you don't see the problem because someone else has it worse. And I want to give you permission, if you can hear my voice, to say like, I'm struggling in my life right now with this specific topic. And you know what? You don't have to have a major trauma in order to feel like you're struggling in life. And something else I want you to understand is When we're in a traumatic situation, you know, when an animal's in a traumatic situation, they shake, right? Like, if you ever watch the National Geographic channel, like, zebras shake after they're chased by a lion. Even dogs, like, dogs shake, right? And what happens with us humans is, do dogs shake? Yeah, they do. Um, But as humans, right, we console each other, which is a good thing. And we console each other. As a result, we stop shaking and lock the trauma in our body. So it doesn't mean don't console your friends and when people are having meltdowns. But when a situation happens and you're not consoled, you actually have to create space to do the trauma healing. So you're not constantly triggered by the scenario. And as humans, we lock in a lot of trauma because we're able to self-soothe and other people soothe us as well. So that then creates a situation of like more and more trauma stuck in your body. It gets exacerbated in some shape, way, or form. And yeah, um, with understanding trauma, when you have this energy blockage, you continue to relive the trauma as if it's happening. Your brain doesn't know that it's not happening again. So when you're triggered by something, your body is actually reacting in the same exact way as though the trauma is happening again even though it's not. 
which is also why it's really important for us to fix things so your body's not going into fight or flight response. And your hormones will over time get heavily affected. And this can create a lot of disassociation for your life and relationships. You don't want to be disassociated because that's like your brain's way of protecting you. But if you're constantly disassociated, you don't feel pleasure and you don't feel pain. And not feeling pain is great because you don't want to feel pain of the trauma. But the problem is that even like pain and pleasure are on the same, um, one in the, it's one in the same, like love and loss, right? And if you want to feel pleasure, you also have to be able to fa- feel pain. So if you disassociate and numb out so you don't feel pain, then you're not going to be able to feel pleasure either. And I want to preface, this can happen for any level of trauma. I have a trauma scale that I created for my clients But it's basically this scale of like low level of trauma to high level of trauma. And just because you're at a lower level doesn't mean that your perception is not as much as someone on the higher level, the higher level of trauma. So lower level, let's say you lost your mom in the grocery store. Higher level, let's say you saw someone shoot their brains, right? The important thing isn't the trauma itself, but the perception of the trauma in that situation and how much was released and the flow and effect of it. Let's say, for example, you got lost in the supermarket, right? You could go into a full on panic attack of like, I'm going to die because you're three years old and you lost your mom for like 10 minutes, right? And from that moment on, your mom like gripped you so hard because she was afraid to lose you. And let's say that perception on the trauma level, and I'm making this up, okay? Um, let's say it's 80 out of 100. So it's pretty high. It's badly affected you and showing up in other areas, a lot of areas of your life. Then we have the scenario of someone shooting themselves, right? And you would think, oh, that's like 100, right? But what's important is that for all you know, in that situation, all that he or she might have done is like release all the trauma and not have perceived the situation to be as bad as you perceive it to be. And her perception could be like 40 out of 100. And the reason I'm saying this is because just because someone has seen something worse than you doesn't mean that their trauma is any less valid than yours. It doesn't mean that they need healing work any more than you do. Both need it, period. So that's what I want you guys to understand. It doesn't matter what the situation is. If your body went into a trauma response, you have trauma. And that trauma can come about from anything, really. Your mom or dad told you no. It could be a multitude of reasons, really. The other thing to understand, and especially in our hustle culture is that people can become addicted to trauma. The reason this happens is because when you're constantly in this trauma response and you're constantly triggered, 
the adrenaline can actually become addictive and you become addicted to the adrenaline. You get addicted to this rush that you get and you therefore don't have a reason per se to, or the awareness of like, I need to heal this because it actually becomes thrilling. And this is really common with the hustle culture where this constant release of adrenaline becomes so addictive that at the same time, it does suppress that sensitivity. So you can suddenly have a breakdown, but I don't want you to get to that place because like the addiction to rushing, to being late, to constantly having this like go, go, go is a real thing. And it's very unhealthy. It is one of the worst things to do. And it's also avoidance, self-sabotage tool. So a real, it's a great way to avoid yourself, right? Avoid what you're feeling. And it's a great way to suppress what you're feeling because the cortisol feels so much better because it's a thrill and it feels better than feeling your emotions. So if you're doing that, that's a trauma control method. So please don't do that. And same thing with victim mentality, victim mentality. I feel like I talked about that in a different podcast episode, but I don't remember. If you go to my website, podcast directory, there's a section with like all the podcast episodes on trauma. So check those out too, because I'm pretty sure I talked about that. But victim mentality tells me that you have a shitload of trauma and that you also need to deal with it. And another thing is like, if you freeze when you're having sex, again, that's trauma. If you find that you disassociate and numb out from situations easily, boom, that's trauma. Procrastinate, boom, that's trauma. It's basically how your trauma is showing up. It's like a symptom. So all those things, those quote bad habits are telling me that you have shit to heal. It's not just a matter of like snap snap out of it and stop procrastinating. And it's actually a lot harder to just do that because you're not getting to the root issue of it, right? And you trying to push through the bad habits with willpower, thinking your way through that it's going to fix the trauma, it's not going to. It'll be hard to keep up. It's actually easier to go to the root and that's what fixes it. And that's where my work comes into play with energy healing. But of course, you have to find someone who doesn't just do energy healing, but they also understand the trauma part of it and the psychology part of it. But anyways, I think it's really important for all of us to feel free, mind, body, and soul. And I don't want anything to be triggering anyone who finds me, you know, like if you can hear my voice, you have the capacity and access to heal yourself and work with me. And everyone should be able to do that for themselves. You know, it's not normal. You know, being triggered is not normal. (laughs) It's not normal at all. It's not normal to have anxiety. Everyone has it, but it's common, not normal, right? I talked about this in the victimhood podcast episode, but get to the fucking root. Get to the fucking root of shit. <laughs> like, let's heal once and for all so we can ascend as the human collective, you know? And another thing is the nervous system. So the nervous system is the part of your body that throws out the stress response 
when you're stressed about something, your nervous system goes into high alert. And if it's in constant high alert, it's impossible for you to be in your feminine, to receive, to relax, and to truly fucking relax, okay? Because your nervous system is jacked all the time. So in all of this, it's really important and it's also very amazing when you nail control over your nervous system. It gives you so much freedom and it gives you the best feeling in the world to be able to like control that, right? And feeling human feels so much more doable. Like, yeah, there's breathing techniques and all of that, which is helpful, but you breathing through your trauma isn't going to fix it. Getting to the root of it and rewiring your nervous system, which I do with you, that's where the magic is. And I want to reiterate, when you go to a talk therapist that doesn't do shit, the only reason you feel good after is because you've had a rant and you released a pile of adrenaline and dopamine and you're feeling great because you fucking vented. That's it. And then they give you tools to get over your anxiety or whatever. And that could be helpful for some people, but it's not fixing the root cause. It's not sustainable. And yes, I give my clients tools and I'm all about if there's a root issue, then we need to fix it. It's like not getting reactive in a meeting, right? Like, I mean, that's different. Yeah, that's like a, you would need a tool for that. But what I want you to understand is that I don't want you to think that you have to live the rest of your life with certain issues and just use the tools because that's fucking draining. It's draining. It makes you feel powerless because you're giving your power away to a tool rather than you fixing the, the issue within you and being like, damn, I don't need to have this tool because I don't feel X anymore, right? And the other thing I want to mention is that Some people ask me like, oh, do I need to know my trauma to heal it? And the answer is no, you don't need to know your trauma to heal it. That's my job. All you need to be able to see is the bad habits. And that's why sometimes I'll ask my clients like, what are some things in your life that you want to change? Maybe it's like, I can't hold down a relationship or I'm always getting pissed off at work. I try so hard to eat healthy and it won't stick. Those things give me everything I need. You don't have to know the actual root and the trauma. You just need to tell me what you want to change in your life or the bad habits and I'll do the rest. And this is important to understand because your memory usually wipes out trauma and for a very valid reason, especially if it's bad because you don't want to remember it. So if anyone thinks that like, You know, that's why talk therapy doesn't work because your brain doesn't remember everything for a fucking reason. So if someone's telling you, like, share what happened and how that made you feel, it's not doing anything. And what can actually happen is you explaining it. You can go through that trauma response again and numb out and disassociate. And then you lock in this feeling in your body and you have this habit that when you talk about it, you disassociate, which we do not want to fucking do. And I'm all about fun and easy. Let's not talk about it. Let's do the fucking body work because you sitting and talking about it isn't actually going to do anything for you. So that's why like a lot of times with my first time client sessions, we sit and talk for an hour, but follow up really, I just want you to give me highlights of like, boom, boom, boom. This is what's going on. We talk for 20 minutes and dive right into the session. 
So, and for men, this is a little different. Women, not because we're like emotional beings, you know, but men understanding something and then being given a, like something to do to fix it is actually productive for them. And it works for them very well. And they also need to do the somatic work. So I do both with both. So it's a little different with men in case any men are listening to this because you guys, it's harder for you guys to like feel and visualize things. So I do coach you guys in a very different way. I do talk with you guys more than women because you guys have to like understand to be able to fix a problem for yourself. So you don't necessarily want me to fix it because you guys are fixers and that's totally fine because you guys have totally different brains to us, which I love. So anyways, that is what trauma is. I hope you guys understand that your trauma can be something small or big. It gets locked in your body. It's an energetic hangover essentially, and it keeps getting relived via triggers. And it's like your trauma is happening all over again, even though it's not. And it does cause detrimental effects on your physical body, period problems, back pain, infertility, headaches, migraines, sleep issues. That's how it shows up. And that is not a vibe. It's a vibe to fix it and live our best motherfucking lives. Um, and the more you clear this shit out, it's easier to manifest your desires. So... You know, with manifesting, there are things that can block your manifestations. And it's really important to, you know, you might not know what's blocking it because it's subconscious. But that's something to consider with trauma. Is like trauma is all-encompassing with every aspect, aspect of your life and something that everyone needs to work on. So I'm going to leave it there. If you would like to work with me, check out the website, bloomshakti.com. Work with me. You will have visibility to my Telegram, which is like my Instagram on steroids because I do share meditations, tappings, and a lot more detailed information on feminine, womb healing, and whatever is coming up for me (laughs) to share. And then you have my in-person sessions, and then you have follow-up sessions to work with me. It could be in person or via Zoom. Energy knows no distance. I also have courses which are self-paced and soon, very, very soon, I will be having group coaching. So stay tuned and be on the lookout for that. And I also am your go-to neighborhood bruja for all your apothecary needs. So magical candles, oils, bath soaks made by yours truly on the full moon or new moon. I'm an astrology buff too. I know. I'm a woman who could do it all sometimes. Anyways, I'll leave it there and I will talk to you all next week. I hope you got lots of empowerment from today's episode. I'd be really grateful if you could leave a review as a simple energy exchange or share this podcast and feel free to tag me on Instagram, Bloom Shakti. Help me to live my purpose, adding value to others' lives. To work with me or for products to enhance your life, check out bloomshakti.com.